You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Before I go into it, I just wanted to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and the anointing of the Spirit. First thing God said to me that this house, for years and years and years, many people have prayed that this house, meaning this church, will be a house of prayer. Is that true? The Lord is not ending it. He's deepening it from today. But God wants to release something new attached to that. And He's saying this house will also become a house of David. For the Lord is saying over this place, I am rebuilding my tabernacle among yes, Lord. you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You will see more dancing than you've ever seen before. Yes, Lord. Lord says that more miracles will come than you have, can imagine. More release of my power and my freedom will flow yes, in this Lord. house. Continue to pray and continue to praise. For I'm building my tabernacle among you. Don't expect it to come from the north or the east or the south or the west. It's here, says the Lord. It is not going to stay here. It's going to go with you as you go out. And as you go out, you will, you will gather others and bring them to the tabernacle of God. The Lord is saying another thing. He's releasing. Uh, this is what I'm, what I'm hearing in my spirit. The Lord says there's, there's outstanding prophecies over this church. Prophecies that was given months, years ago. The Lord is saying, Pastor Eric, they're not outdated. They haven't, they, it hasn't come yet. It's just outstanding. But the Lord is saying, He is releasing it. I don't know when last was there a, a prophecy of direction, of purpose of in this church. The Lord says that the, all the outstanding prophecies over this church, He is releasing it today. It will come. It will come, says the Lord. I phoned Pastor Eric earlier this week in my preparation of yesterday's message. I said to him, I'm coming on Sunday because God is giving me a word for this church. I'm now getting to that. As I was preparing this word of yesterday of of the battle and being battle ready for David facing Goliath. You remember I said that the battle is raging in the valley and that the people, the nations were positioned at the, at the hills on both sides, Israel against the Philistines. The Lord was showing me over this area of Midrand which is in between the hill of, 
of Joburg and Swane in the spiritual realm. The Lord is showing me that this, this valley was a valley of battle all the time. People came here and people, they resonated here and they were fighting against the battles. The battles of the flesh and sin. And this morning the Lord wants to declare over Mitrand. That's why it's called Mitrand. It's in between. The Lord says, and the Lord showed me clearly, I think it was Thursday morning while I was praying, the Lord showed me how He is covering from the one mountain to the other this area with the rainbow. A sign of a rainbow over Mitrand. He's showing me a covering of His covenant, a release of His blessing over this region. If you... Like I'm standing now, I think Twane is on my right side, which points to the north, and Joburg is on my left, which points to the south. The Lord is saying, I'm rebuilding my covenant, my rainbow of blessing over this valley of Mitrand. And I'm going to fill it with my glory, says God. It will run from Hartby. Uh, what is that, that, that place that... Hartbeer's Fontaine, no, no, that's Hartbeer's Fontaine. The dam, yeah, from there. Hartbeer's Port. <laughs> Sorry for that. It will run from there right through Midrand to Kempton Park. It will run. My glory will enter like people who are, who are dancing into a, a room. The Lord says, Pastor Uba, just come forward. I want you to just hold hands with your husband. You can stand any place. The Lord is saying, He is releasing a new apostolic anointing over these two people. They will plant more churches in this valley. They will run in the front and they need soldiers to follow them. The Lord says they will, they, will, they will expand with more church plants. But it, it has to do with this valley. With this Midrand area. I even see that other churches, and this you have to judge, will join this move of God. So my brother and my sister, I believe God is releasing as I lay my hands on you. It's not me. It's God's Spirit. He's releasing an apostolic anointing. More than you ever asked, says the Lord. And more than you ever dreamt of. He's releasing. The last part of the prophetic word that the Lord wants to release over this church only came while we were praying there in the upper room. Yesterday I made mention of the ark of Noah who, who ended up and stood after the flood on the mountain of Arara. Arara means it's cursed. And then the name of that mountain changed. They add a T. It changed to Ararat. Which means the curse has been reversed. 
if you follow that story, and I was up there and I was just opening my Bible and I was just start reading in Genesis 8, you can go and you can read and the Lord says, I want to remind you that the curse over Mitrand has been reversed. Amen. For my glory is here, says the Lord. The curse, the curse of sin what the industrial development has done to this valley will change into the glory of God. Amen. The church yes. will arise Amen. and stand strong. Yes, Lord. And then I read further. I said the first thing that Noah released after the water started to dry down was a raven. Thank God it never returned. The Lord says the ravens of this church is gone. A raven is a symbolic sign of death and bad fortune. The Lord says the curse of bad fortune that people curse this congregation in this area with has been released. It will not return. It is the time of the Lord to release the dove. The dove. And the dove brought the olive leaf. Which was a sign of the fruitfulness. And this is where this church is. I pronounce it. I want to declare it. I want you to stand to your feet and welcome it in your life. The Lord is releasing a season of fruitfulness. The season of the dove is here, says the Spirit of the Lord. The fruit of God will come. The olive will blossom over this church, says the Lord, God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pastor. Every single word of prophecy every single word we were praying through the week pastor ryan pastor jess myself and pastor eric meeting here and praying every single word he has spoken we received every single word this is of god Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Let's just appreciate the Lord. Just thank Him. Say, Lord, we receive. We receive every prophetic word. We believe and we receive. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I receive it. Because you are here, you enter into it as well. All by faith. Say, I enter into it. Yes. I'm a part of this. Thank you. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Come on. single word spot on 
Amen. The Lord brought us here for a reason. Okay. The Lord brought us to Midran for a reason. Specifically. So we receive that. When the Lord told us to come to Midran, it didn't make sense. It, it just didn't. I didn't even know people used to live in Midran. Yeah. I thought Midran was an industrial area because I used to pass from Joburg to Pretoria, you know, and I just, I, I thought it was just industries. So when the Lord said, Midran. I was I was a bit like, Lord, so uh, where will people come from? Will they come from Pretoria and from Joburg? You know, I didn't know that people lived in Midran. And when we moved from Cape Town, and a brother was taking me, driving me around Midran. I just kept saying, wow, people live here. People live here. <laughs> and he was just looking at me. It's like, oh, of course, Pastor. <laughs> but he didn't realize my ignorance. He didn't realize my ignorance. It was all in obedience. It wasn't based on strategy. It wasn't based on anything human. Otherwise, we would not have come here. But God spoke. And he said, Midrand is the place. And that's why. And we fought many battles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Battles are good. Amen. I'm battle ready. I don't know about you. Amen. Glory to God. Turn with me to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 51. My, oh my. <laughs> Pastor Johnny, good to see you. <laughs> Pastor Alfred. Pastor one guy, Pastor Anne, you guys, welcome. We appreciate you. Amen. We honor you. Hallelujah. Are you there? Amen. Jeremiah chapter 51. Let's read verse 20. Let's read from verse 20. It says, it's on the screen. Let's read it together. Come on. One, two, three. You are my battle axe and weapons of war. For with you I will break the nation in pieces. With you I will destroy kingdoms. Hallelujah. Ask someone, did you hear that? So that, that, that's God speaking. So, 
battle ready is also a process of transformation where God transforms you to become a weapon. Are you following me? Yeah, God does a work. Although, yes, this is referring to Cyrus, you know, that, that um, historically it's referring to Cyrus and how God was going to use him to break um, the, the, the Medes and the Persians and so on. But the application today is that God wants to use you as his battle acts. Are you battle ready? That means your life is a weapon. Come on. Your life is a weapon. That's why you've been going through the challenges you've been going through. You are being forged. Yeah, you've gone through. You've, you've gone through the fire. Every weapon has to go through a process. You've gone through the furnace. It's furnace of affliction. Whatever kind of furnace you've gone through that, or you are still going through it. Listen, this is what the final outcome is that God will use you as a weapon of war. So he wants to use you to crush, break the nation in pieces. Hallelujah. Every, every setup. You know, over the years, Satan has been taking time, building, constructing, Building his, his government, putting his systems in place, putting structures in place in society, in community, and all of that. He's busy putting all of that and says, yeah, I got them now. God just needs one weapon. <laughs> Hallelujah. One battle-ready boy or girl. Oh my goodness. Just like he used David, a boy that was battle ready. Amen. Do you know that it was not this, this it's not just the stone that killed Goliath. Stones don't just sink into skulls. Try it. <laughs> you will discover. I mean, how many people have been stoned before as a child? You're playing somewhere and somebody threw a stone. Did it sink into your obs? Yeah. But you see, when the, when, when the weapon is battle ready... Come on, say when the weapon is battle ready. <laughs> oh, the slightest shot 
we will cause collateral damage. Irreparable damage. Hallelujah. And that's what God wants to use you to do. You will dismantle everything. Hallelujah. That he has built over the years. And he has fortified. All you need to do is just walk. You remember what happened to Jericho? It was fortified. (laughs) For years. Solid edifice. Hmm? You could have like. How many chariots? Six chariots. What? Yeah. It was secure. It was secure. But when a nation has gone through the fire, when they went through, as they went through the trials, the fiery trials, they didn't know God was processing them. God said, just walk around. Don't even say a word. Just walk around. You see, when you are a battle axe, ordinary things become dangerous. Hallelujah. The ordinary things you do become dangerous. When they are instructed by the Lord. Walking around. Where have you in history read before that walking around a wall will bring it down? There's no precedent. That is how you are going to do the unimaginable. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just be battle ready. Be battle ready. Souls will be released from prisons. The enemies, hostages will be released because of your obedience. That's why you need to learn obedience now. Before the time that you will be instructed for the battle. So, learn obedience in small things. Don't be crying about breaking nations when you can't even break the simple disobedience in your life. Okay? Yeah. So, you have to, you have to break that. And this battle is about souls. It's about souls. God wants to bring souls into his kingdom like never before. And you are a candidate. You are a weapon of war. Turn to someone and say, you are God's battle axe and you are a weapon of war. (laughs) 
And let me tell you, the mother of all wars is about souls. It's about souls. It's all about souls. That's what it's about. That's why in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11, it tells you about, let's, 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 let's see what it says. He says, Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims to abstain from fleshly lusts, which do what? War against the soul. So, what the enemy does is that when he wants to fight you, he will send a lust. So, you need to win that. You need to defeat that. Because if not, you will not be a weapon of war. So, if you are going to be a weapon of war, you have to defeat some lusts. Come on. You have to defeat some fleshly loss. You have to defeat some things that are warring against your soul. It's your soul the enemy wants. He doesn't want your money. He doesn't want your house. He doesn't live in houses. He doesn't spend dollars. He doesn't spend rands. He doesn't spend cents. He wants souls. He wants blood. So what does he do? He targets you. So if you want to be battle ready for the nations, be battle ready to keep and preserve your soul. Because Jesus said it. What will it profit a man if he gets the whole world and loses his soul? It's not a profit. It's a loss. Hallelujah. It's about souls. The mother of all battles is about souls. That's why Jesus came to die. That's why he went to the cross. It's about you and I. Yeah, I know creation is, going, is, 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 is also groaning and waiting. You know, why? Because they're also going to be redeemed and all of that. But the primary treasure is you. That's the primary treasure. So we, are, we need to get ready to go for souls. Amen? Yeah. Get ready to go for souls. Pray for opportunities. To reach the lost. If you've never won somebody to Christ before, start asking God to help you, to teach you. But we have trainings anyway. If you'll be available, we'll be training you. Hallelujah. Look out for the next announcement of engaged training. Hallelujah. Yeah, you will be equipped. To reach the lost. It's not about your comfort. It's not about, you know, your, your comfort is okay. But the primary, the main thing, don't miss it. 
Don't miss it. It's salt. If you are going to be a battle axe, allow God to work in your heart. Take away those things that blind you from seeing true value in people. Yeah. People are God's treasures. They better be your treasure as well. So let's get ready. He's preparing you for nations, but he's starting with you and your neighbor. Okay? So don't ignore your soul. Tell your neighbor, say, I think he's talking to you. Yeah. Don't ignore your soul. Don't ignore the state of your soul. Because it's meant to weaken you and weaken your ability to be a threat. That's why he wants to depress you so that you are not motivated to even put up a fight. You see, it's, 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 it's a warfare strategy. You preempt your enemy and then you, you try to strike him before he strikes you. The best defense is attack. So he looks at you and he decides, oh, so you're God's battle axe, right? You, you want to be God's battle axe. You want to destroy me. I'm going to strike you first. And you need to be aware of these strategies for your own good. Hallelujah. For your destiny in the nations, it begins with your soul. That's why in Acts, he, um, he says, take it to yourselves. Take it to yourselves. He was talking to the elders of Ephesus. Paul was talking to them. He says, take it to yourselves and to the flock that God has made you overseers. First thing is not others. First thing is you when it comes to souls. So you have to make sure your soul is secure first. All right? That's why Paul says, I put my body under subjection. I discipline my body. So that after I've preached to others, I do not become a castaway. I do not become disqualified. Because if you ignore the state of your soul, you stand the risk of being disqualified. Even after you have brought others into the kingdom, you won't be like that. So pay attention to your soul. Pay attention to what you harbor inside you. Otherwise, you won't be battle ready. Pay attention. Don't hate people. Don't be jealous of people. Amen? Don't stop it. Sometimes it creeps in without you knowing. So when you, when you wake up in the morning and start feeling this thing about this person's testimony, just kill it quickly. Yeah, kill it. Yeah. You know that funny feeling. You can't really explain it, but you just feel funny about this person's testimony. Why, 
why is she the one that is always testifying? You know that funny feeling? Kill it. It's your soul. It's after. It's your soul. It's after. It doesn't want you to be battle ready. So when you allow that in your heart, what, it, what happens is that it weakens, it neutralizes your anointing. And then when you take authority, demons look at you and say, who are you talking to? You better respect yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. So take heed to yourself. Your soul is important. The health of your soul is important. Don't go into battle in an unhealthy state. It's dangerous. You know why they couldn't, they couldn't confront Goliath? The whole nation. They did not take care of their souls. Hmm? They were just taking care of outward, other, you know, outward things. But the boy who, that's why you see he wrote Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He, was, he used to look after his soul. This boy David looked after his soul. He, he was conscious of his soul. No wonder God could use him to take out the giant. You see, they want to be battle ready. It, is there anyone in scripture that fought more battles than David? And you know, he didn't suffer any defeat. It's a soul matter. Tell, tell someone, say it's a soul matter. The soul matter. Pay attention to your soul. Pay attention to what goes on inside you. Pay attention. There are some people that are anointed by the devil to corrupt your soul. I'm telling you. They just come. Have you heard? And you say, eh? I didn't know. Hey. You don't know. They are disarming you. what is happening. They're disarming you without you knowing. Your weapons are being taken. That's why I pay close attention to my soul. Every day. I watch over my soul. I'm telling you. The moment something funny is coming, I say, "Mm, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? And sometimes I trace my steps back. And I know, I see, oh, this is where. Immediately, deal with it. Deal with it immediately. If you allow it to take root, 
you need deliverance. I'm telling you. So a lot of the people that are going for de- that are d- deliverance, 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 they have not dealt with soul issues. Yeah. So if you allow your soul to be whole, if you allow your soul to be restored, you will find out that you will always be battle ready. You always battle ready. Even if they come in your sleep, you, you, you will strike them in your sleep. I'm telling you. That's why if you, if you have nightmares, stop having, stop it. Stop having nightmares. You are supposed to be the nightmare to the devil. What are you talking about? Nightmare. What? I used to have nightmares before, but now they know. They don't even come close. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you will take care of your soul, you will win battles in your sleep. When you are sleeping, you are winning. Then when you wake up, you win again. Hallelujah. Because, listen, God has ordained. He has given you dominion. Okay? Over the works of his hands. The sun is to rule the day. And the moon to rule the night. That means when you are awake, you can see with your senses, you can win. But when you go to sleep, the moon is up. You have dominion in your sleep. What are you talking about? Stop nightmares. Tell someone, stop it, stop it. Don't do it again. Stop nightmares. It's not for you. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why witches are afraid of me. You know, before they used to oppress me at night. But when I discovered some things. <laughs> I tell them, shoot your best shot. Amen. Why? When you know some things. You see, it says my people perish for lack of knowledge. They don't perish because Satan is strong. They perish because they lack knowledge of some things. It stops today. Say, I'm God's battle axe. Yes. So you watch your soul. And some things that shouldn't even come close to you. If they used to, put, put a boundary. I say, from now on, don't cross this. If you cross this line, you will be judged. Hallelujah. Because, you know, you are ordained. There are some written judgments that are for the saints. Psalm 149. You see it there. 
He says, let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And the two-edged sword in their hands. Hallelujah. High praise. Are we together? I want to round up now. I bind every watch. I bind every clock. (laughs) Yes. You see. Let's read from verse 3, actually. It says, Let them praise his name with a dance. Let them sing praises to him with a timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. How many people have sang aloud on their beds? You haven't done it? Start doing it. The Bible tells you to do it. Right there on your bed. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you feel depressed, pray lo- praise louder. You are about to ask. You need to know how to use your weapons. When you feel down, don't say, oh, I'm feeling down now. Somebody make me happy. Don't. You can't be a battle axe with that kind of mindset. When I start feeling that, I say, hey, where are you coming from? What's this? I just find a praise song and I sing. Sometimes I can spend just like hours just praising him. Because I'm doing something. I'm watching over my soul. Watch over. Don't look for medication to sort your soul. Medications don't sort souls. They don't, they, they, they don't medicate souls. The word of God is living and active, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and the spirit. Discerner of thoughts and intents. So take the word of God. It will penetrate where medication cannot penetrate. So if you, want, if, if you want to watch over your soul, you need to know what to do with the word of God. Use it. You got it. Use it. You don't need to drink any oil. You don't need any prophet. Whether it's in Timbuktu or wherever. To free you from a soul condition. Just 
take the word of God. Apply it. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand. Look at verse 7. It says to do what? To execute vengeance on the nations. And what? Punishments on the peoples. Kotapostaha. You are God's battle axe. Don't someone say you are the battle axe of God in this end time. Tell them. Yeah. That's who you are. So don't allow anything to spoil your mood. Amen? If you're feeling bad, you can change your feeling. Do you know that you have authority over your feelings? Oh, you didn't know? You do. If you watch over your soul, because some of you are so melancholic that the slightest thing just puts you in the pit. And now you are deep down and you don't know how to come out of it. The moment you feel it, do something. Tell someone, do something quickly. Do something quickly. The moment you feel it, do something. Reject it. Bind it. Resist it. Cast it out. Don't look for something to swallow. If anything, swallow the word of God. It will make you battle ready. Hallelujah. Because it's the sword of the spirit. When you put it in, inside you, then you open your mouth. It's a double-edged sword that comes out. It's a fiery sword that comes out of your mouth. It's just that God doesn't open your eyes to see the effect, the impact of the word of God coming out of your mouth. God's word is powerful. I love what my wife was sharing yesterday. That David started fighting. <laughs> oh, sorry, Goliath started fighting. Before David arrived. But how was he fighting? With words. With words. He was fighting with words. And when David came, David had a higher word. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. A higher word. So David came and started speaking a higher word. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine to defy the armies of the living God? That's a lad talking to a giant. Let's learn from the scripture. If you feel small, you are in good company. Amen. Amen. How many of you have been to a place where you just feel so small? You feel like you are in good company. The word can make you deadly. 
Come on. Dynamites come in small packages. <laughs> so when you feel small, you are the most dangerous. Because you can explode. But you need the word. Put it inside. <laughs> Punishments. Verse 8 says to bind their kings with chains. And their nobles with fetters of iron. Verse 9. To execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. That is the honor I have. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, that's the honor I have. Yeah. Yes, I have the honor to execute written judgments. Judge every situation that comes your way. Judge that feeling that comes. Tell me, where, where do you think you are going? What do you think you are doing? Release some arrows. Hallelujah. Start doing that. This is part of your honor. That's, a part, of, that's part of God's honor. He has given you the honor to walk where he has walked. What a privilege. Battle ready people. Battle ready people. I'm talking to battle ready people. You are armed and dangerous. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are deadly. No wonder hell is trembling. Each day you wake up. They are scared that you woke up. So when you walk, you walk with your head up. Hallelujah. Don't walk like this. Looking down. No. Chest up. Hallelujah. So where is that uncircumcised Philistine? I'll take your head off. ready people. They're not cowards. Even if it looks like it's a hundred times, a thousand times bigger than them, they know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. We're going we're gonna to release some missiles. Free some captives. Watch over your soul. It's precious. It's the most precious thing you have after Jesus. It's your soul. Amen? Watch over your soul. Why? Because when you watch over your soul, now you can watch the soul of your brother. You can now watch over the soul of your sister because you have secured yours. Now you can look and say, hey, what's going on? Because sometimes, sometimes this thing just comes like a cloak over people. And they're not even aware that they're in a state of spiritual stupor. They're not aware. So when you are around them and you see, you say, 
And why, why, why would you say that? Why, why, what's, what, what's going on? What's going on? Come on, ask somebody what's going on. You, you're your brother's keeper. You're your brother's keeper. Look out for them. Don't attack them because they're down. No, 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 no. Don't attack them. Wake them up. Open their eyes. Help them to see. No, no, no. You're not okay. You're not in a good state. And then rebuke that thing. Tell it, get out. Because sometimes demons just come around and then they just vomit on people. Then people start behaving somehow. They don't know why they are feeling, why they are. Speak the word, it will clean them. It will clean them. already people. May God give you opportunities to rescue. Pull them out of fire. Like Pastor Kofi shared. May God give you opportunities to pull them out of fire. Pull them out of their out of their pit. Out of the miry clay. Bring them out. Bring them out. Speak a word that will break their chains. You have the honor to do that. God has given you the honor. Use it. Don't leave everything up to God and say, Oh God, you do what you want to do. If it be thy will, oh God, let me just remain in this pit. No. It's not his will for you to remain in the pit. Come out. If you can't come out, shout for help. Hallelujah. Don't your brother. Phone somebody. That's why we have phones today. That's why we have technology today. And you also be sensitive to the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit prompts you, if the Holy Spirit starts dropping people's Names in your heart. Do something about it. There are times he will tell you, but there are times he will just drop the name. You know, years ago, I was just in a place of prayer, and the Lord told me to call somebody, a lady. I had just met her for the first time, two weeks prior to that, at a place, at a home where I was called to minister in Cape Town. And as I was praying, the Lord said I should call her. And I didn't even, I just knew her name because the name is similar to one of my siblings. (laughs) So I didn't forget the name. So the Lord just brought her face and said I should call her. So I, I didn't have her number. So I called her cousin who I knew. I said, can I have your cousin's number. She gave me the cousin's number. I picked up the phone and I called her. I called her. I said, hello, this is Pastor Eric. And I'm just calling you. I just want to check on you. You know what she said? She said, it's interesting you're calling me, Pastor Eric. 
Because I'm seated here, the gun is loaded on my desk. I'm about to end it. Just like that. And I said to her, please don't. The Lord asked me to call you. Initially, I didn't tell her the Lord told me. I just said, I'm just calling to check. You know, you, you have to be careful with the Lord said, the Lord said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But I just said to her, I said, the Lord has a plan for your life. Don't. And I began to minister to her over the phone. And then I prayed for her and broke that thing over her life. She was a divorcee and she was going through stuff. She wanted to end it. But what if my soul were not in a state that I could hear God? Do you understand? So I spoke to her, I spoke to her, I spoke to her, and after that, I went there, ministered to her. The Lord restored her. She was taken, brought out of that pit. Because she was in the pit. Some people are already in hell, although they are alive. You have to bring them out. You have to bring them out. She got restored. She joined our church. Because she, 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 was, she, had, she was angry against God. She was, she was angry at God. She didn't want the church. She didn't want anything to do with church. She didn't want anything. Because she felt God had failed her. She got restored. Joined the church. Joined the worship team. Singing, praising God. Amen. Up till today. Guess what? Her marriage got restored. Yeah. Hallelujah. Her marriage got restored. She is serving God today. Happily. Every time I see her or even hear her voice, sometimes I would just phone just to hear the voice that I would not have heard again forever. I would just phone just to hear the voice to remind me of the importance of obedience. You need to be battle ready. Be battle ready. There are many out there that needs to be rescued. So you need to watch over your soul so that you can be in a state that God can use you. Don't make it all about you, please. You miss the point. You can't shake nations if you are too self-centered. If you are too self-seeking, you cannot shake nations. You can't change lives. You can't impact people. It has to be more than you. Hallelujah. If you are being in a pit, I pull you out in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are out of that pit right now by the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
every soul that has been bruised, battered, and in bad condition, I command healing to your soul. I command wholeness, wholeness to your soul. May your soul be restored in the name of Jesus. Maybe you've gone through so many disappointments, so many disappointments, that you are now beginning to border on unbelief. Be released from that in the name of Jesus. Unbelief is usually people that used to believe. Go study the Bible. It's people that used to believe, but have gone through stuff that have offended them. And have hardened their heart. Then they stop believing. That's unbelief. It's not the same as doubt. To unbelief, some people can get into unbelief because they went through trauma. Some people can get into unbelief because they went through prolonged disappointments. Some people can get into unbelief because they are going through the wilderness. Some people can get into unbelief. There are many things that breed unbelief. So if you don't watch your soul, you will slip into unbelief. And you start asking, does God really exist? Is it real? You forget the miracles you've experienced. That's what happened to Israel in the wilderness. When they suffered hunger, huh? they forgot. They forgot the plagues. They forgot the parting of the Red Sea. Just because of hunger. May God have mercy. Just because of hunger. Just because they couldn't eat meat. They were eating manna and they are complaining. They were thirsty. They suffered thirst. Unbelief is a terrible thing. Don't someone say unbelief is a terrible thing. Don't allow it in your heart. Yeah. You want to be battle ready. Make sure you kill unbelief. Hallelujah. So when you, I don't, that's why, even in the days of trials, I remember when I asked the Lord, because the trial was too much, I said, Lord, have I sinned? What is this sin? Please tell me so that I can repent. Because this is not what you promised me. Oh, have I missed you? Maybe I've missed you. Show me so that I can change. I was seeking the Lord every day. The third week, I wasn't fasting, just praying. Just, I just pray, pray, pray. Third week, I was sleeping and I heard a voice from heaven. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. Right from in my sleep, I heard it. Boom, in my ear. I woke up. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. I knew that that's the answer because I've been asking. Look at what it says. 
Let's read it together. One, two, three. You, therefore, must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Hey! Can you see that? I thought I had missed God. I thought I had sinned. That's why I was going through what I was going through. But I didn't know that it's the making of a soldier. I didn't know that it's the making of a battle axe. I didn't know that it's the making of a weapon of war. You see? So be careful what you allow in your heart when you are going through trials. Preserve your soul. Protect your soul. Otherwise, you will slip into the pit of unbelief without knowing. I think I've said enough. You are battle ready right now. Glory to God. How many people are battle ready? You feel battle ready? <laughs> the devil is in trouble. I can see, I can see. Hey, my goodness. When what has entered into your spirit, you are dangerous. You are armed and dangerous. Hallelujah. Hell is in trouble. Hell is in trouble. Serious trouble. Hallelujah. Because you are God's battle axe. He will use you in this end times to plunder hell and populate heaven. Hallelujah. You will break chains of people. People whose minds have been, you know, held captive. At your word, they will be free. Hallelujah. People who are deep in the miry clay, at your word, you speak supernaturally, angels will bring them out. Hallelujah. The angels that have been assigned to walk with you in this battle. Amen. So you need to ensure your soul is, is, is in a good state so that the angels can walk freely with you. They can help you to free people. They can help you as you carry out God's purposes. Amen? This nation is not going to the dogs. This nation is going to heaven. This nation, hallelujah. Amen. Doesn't matter what you see. I am telling you, just focus on being in a healthy state. Be a battle axe. At the appointed time, God will begin to move us. Like chess, pieces of chess. Hallelujah. You go to this department. You go to this office. You go to this place. You go to this community. Pew, 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 pew. And each one will be exploding. Popping like popcorn. Hallelujah. That's who you are. Lift up your hands. Tell the Lord, Lord, thank you. Thank you so much. I receive this. You receive this word. Lord, I speak healing to every soul. I rebuke 
every spirit of heaviness, every depression, every anxiety, I rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. I release the fire of God and the hand of God over each and every one. I declare that they are God's battle axe. They are his weapons of war. Each and every one. Thank you, Jesus. You will free your family. God will use you to rescue them. Anyone that doesn't know him, God will use you. It's anointing upon you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, anoint those hands. Lift them up. Lift them up. Come on. Lord Jesus, I ask that you place your hand into every hand that is stretched. Place your hand into every hand that is stretched. I declare that these hands are anointed for signs, wonders, miracles. Lord, I declare that these hands become weapons in your hands. Weapons of war. Hallelujah. That will break nations. Hallelujah. That will bind, bind kings. Hallelujah. That rulers and the spirit will subdue. Lord, I ask that you will place into these hands your rod of iron, your staff of authority. In the name of Jesus, place into these hands a staff of authority, Lord my God, that will compel obedience. Demons will bow in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Blind eyes will open. Deaf ears will open. Cripple will walk. Hallelujah. Cancer will flee in the name of Jesus. Let angels of miracles follow them. In the name of Jesus, let angels of healing follow them. Let angels of deliverance follow them. In the name of Jesus. Let angels of breakthrough follow them. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. At their command, circumstances will change. In the name of Jesus. At their command, Situations will bow. I decree that. I release faith over them. No place for unbelief. I declare that unbelief will not find any home in their hearts. In the name of Jesus. No matter what they go through, they will still have faith in you. Thank you, Jesus. I declare them battle ready. Your battle axis. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord, before you go, before we go this morning, I want to call Pastor Farai. 
Pastor Fry. You see, he finished his service and came here. Something happened. Okay. We asked him to come so that he can tell you himself what happened yesterday. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, thank you, Pastor Eric. Thank you, Pastor Opa. I think when we were praying yesterday, um, at the request of Pastor Open, Pastor Eric. Um, I, 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 as we were praying and making those, uh, as Pastor Open calls them, fiery declarations, I was taken into the spirit. And when I was taken to the spirit, I had a tremor coming from that direction. It's, it was like an earthquake. And when, 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 when I looked in the spirit this side, it's like the ground broke and it splits. And there was a, such a tremor. It came from there, it came on the stage and it hit on the stage. I literally jumped. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I said, wow, something powerful and mighty has happened. And... Um, it was amazing that Pastor Opa, <laughs> you know, said, look, I mean, when that was happening, Pastor spoke to Pastor Opa and said, something is broken. <laughs> but there was no communication between me and Pastor. Actually, I wasn't going to tell them of the vision. Amen. You know, it's only Pastor who mentioned it. And I said, okay, by the way, Pastor, this is what happened when I was standing in front and I was praying. There was an earthquake and there was a tremor. And this stage literally shook. That's why I jumped a little. It's, I have, well, you know, I have never experienced that kind of an encounter. It was so real. There was a tremor and a shaking and something opened from that direction. I'm quite sure something is up. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Thank you so much. You know, when it happened, I was standing there. He was here praying. I turned to my wife. I said, something just broke. I said to her, something just broke. Now, no, no, no. Hallelujah. So, come on. Tell someone it's broken. Hallelujah. Everything over your life, every resistance is broken. In the name of Jesus, it's broken. It's broken. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. An earthquake. Earthquake manifestation. In the name of Jesus. Every resistance is broken. Over your life, over your family. Over your business, over your ministry, in the name of Jesus, over your career, is broken, is broken, is broken, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I release angels to administer the word of God 
and to bring fulfillment in the name of Jesus. I hear relocation. Some people, they, some people are being relocated. There's realignment, rearrangement. Lord God is rearranging things. He's, he's repositioning you in the spirit and even in the natural. You are being repositioned. You will be, you will be called, you will be moved from one office to the other. In the name of Jesus. You are being moved. You are being moved from one level to the other. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's somebody here, you are staying somewhere you don't like. God has moved you. God has moved you. You are there by circumstance. It wasn't by choice. But God has relocated you. He's moving you back to where he has ordained for you. The enemy put you there, but God has removed you. I decree that in the name of Jesus. Angels of God are working out the fulfillment in the name of Jesus. Somebody's business that was stuck has been stuck for some time. Now it's released. It's released. It's released. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it by faith. Receive it. Take it. It's yours. Hallelujah. Even if I didn't call it, just declare what you want. The angels of God are in this room. Hallelujah. The angels of God are in this room. Just decree what you want. Start speaking right now. Start speaking. Start speaking. Declaring. Declaring. Start declaring. Because they are going to carry out what you declare. Start declaring right now. Lord my God. Whatever your people are decreeing. Whatever your people are declaring. Right now, Lord. Commission your angels, ministering spirits, go forth and minister for them. Divine appointments, divine arrangements, divine alignments. I decree that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> I just hear the water has broken. Somebody's water has broken. My goodness. Somebody's water has broken. Your miracle has come forth. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. Come on, lift up your hands. Let's praise Him. Let's appreciate Him. It's a new season. It's a new day. Hallelujah. A new day has dawned upon you. A new day has dawned upon this city. A new day has dawned upon us. Thank you, Lord. It's a new day. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you're here and you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. If you just raise your hand, I'll pray for you. Anybody? You want to, you want to give your life to Jesus? You want to get born again? 
Or maybe you drifted away. You want to make a fresh start. You raise your hand and I'll pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. All right. If you're raising your hand, just raise it, raise it one more time. Raise it one more time. Let's see. Okay. All right. And those of you watching online as well, just pray this after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth, He is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Let your kingdom come in my life right now. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you by faith. I put my trust in you for my salvation. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me just pray for you. Father, I pray for all those who are praying this prayer. I ask, oh God, that your kingdom come. Let the reality of the new creation dawn upon them. I declare their sins forgiven. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.